Hey all my Be Wellers, it's Brisha here with the Being Well with Being Co podcast and I just want to start off by wishing you all a happy uh, 2018. I hope you guys enjoyed your holiday season. Sorry I haven't gotten on here. I was uh, struck with a really bad sinus infection um, and then I also uh, within the last two days have started a new kind of overall wellness program. It's going to last for the next 80 days but I'll get into that in a different uh, podcast. I'm going to try to give you guys um, some really value content once a week, uh, probably longer um, episodes, um, and probably just more like topic-driven, and I'll, of course, I want to know what you guys want to hear from uh, about me as well. So today, I'm kind of sitting back and doing some reflection. Ringing in the new year was nothing short of what I had experienced in the past. Um, I had a really different experience this new year, um, and it was kind of one of those where you're you're first with the dilemma of you're sitting there and you're kind of seeing your old self and your new self kind of mesh together. And for me, um, I've been on this journey for the past two years of self-love. And it was nothing, I was being nothing normal, typical of my helping self. Uh, And I had tried to retire certain types of relationships and ways of acting um, kind of to my past. But the start of 2018 made me realize um, that life is really too short. Um, and that you have to enjoy your family and the people that you love. However, with that being said, I didn't want to um, kind of let those things that I had experienced in the past creep back in. And I knew at this point that, you know, overall my self-love and the proper tools, I'd be able to prevail and could avoid uh, these relationships and destructive, destroying type behaviors um, that at first I didn't know what the name of these were. So I guess it's good to preface that if you haven't figured it out, addiction does run rampant in my family, um, as well as toxic and dysfunctional type behaviors. As you guys have known, I've talked about dysfunctional families before on here, um, and mental illness as well. And I myself have chosen better ways to cope and understand how my mind works um, with the mental illnesses that I have. Um, you know, that's really why part of the reason I'm wearing on the world Australia. And the road wasn't easy. And I wasn't even aware at first of the behavior that I was experiencing and what it was. Um, until I really researched it, um, and I learned that the name of it was it was basically codependency between codependence. So I needed to feel like I was helping someone all the time, and I needed to feel like I could almost save them. And it's really not a good uh, way to live. It seems like the kind of, you know, good thing to do, um, but it's actually sometimes hurting and disrupting. Um, I still, I valued being a helper, though, um, and I guess the now I get validation from other sources, and then certain uh, mannerisms have pointed that I was the enabling factor in some of these people's lives. And I was scared to find my voice and speak up um, and tell them how I felt about what they were doing to themselves. And it can be really scary, um, especially if it's family, um, you know, to not be able to find a voice and speak up about how you feel. So I think for me, um, you know, you could have called me the hero, the caretaker, or any other title. But when dealing with um, people who kind of have these addictive personalities or behaviors or anything like that. It isn't an easy game. It's not a game at all. It's real life. Um, so in this week's episode, I want to share my do's and don'ts for dealing with this, um, for kind of being codependent and kind of what I've learned along the way um, of how you can kind of not have those kind of toxic um, relationships kind of overcrowd your life um, and how you can really kind of, you know, the key ways that I've gotten um, through and be able to kind of deal with it. Because like I said, it, it just, it, it was a deep reflection for me um, of realizing what was going on in these behaviors and how they were 
hurting my life um, and not helping. So in the next segment, I'm going to really get into what those do's and don'ts are. Um, and then I'd love to hear some feedback from you guys as well. Um, just, you know, to know what you guys think, um, if you've been through a similar situation. Because it's really why I'm here is for the support aspect um, and sharing um, and learning aspect. Because we can all definitely learn. So let's start off and get right into it. Um, I think one of the first key things is don't fold. Um, staying true to who you are and what you value is so key in this instance. And just because someone else is going down a rabbit hole or a world less traveled doesn't mean you need to. Uh, so case in point, don't be peer, peer pressured by their behaviors um, and what they're wanting to do. Don't feel like you need to kind of join in on the behavior. Stay true to your values and beliefs. Um, because trust me, in retrospect, I remember there were many of times that I was around the elements. And, you know, people would make a joke and be like, oh, do you want to go ahead and try that? And kind of the more senior person I was around would be like, no, absolutely not. Um, you know, I don't want, you know, Bracia to get involved with this. Um so don't fold, especially if the person around you who's doing wrong, if they're acknowledging the fact that you're trying to be, you know, the sober person or do the right thing, don't fold into those pressures because they're not even making you fold. Um, staying true to who you are, just it, 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 it's a relish of things to know that you're aware of yourself and have self-awareness. My next thing is speak on it. But don't speak down. Um, for a lot of people, I think that they think that if they speak down to someone who's in a predicament, especially with addiction, that it's going to uh, make some instant change, and it's not. Um, I think speaking about it helps, but speaking down definitely doesn't. Nobody wants to be belittled. Um, and you have to understand that things are not going to change um, overnight. And honestly, uh, the sayings of, of saying, if you love me, you will quit, or if you cared about me, or if you cared about this, or you cared about that. They mean nothing um, to an addict. Um, they don't, at this at that point in the game where you're being so codependent on helping them and these behaviors, they don't care about family or friends. Um, they, they care rather more or less about, you know, what the next whatever is going to be. Um, so if you can see that clearly... Um, or understand clearly that your kind of that 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 change isn't going to come overnight. Um, don't feel wrong about it, but air out your problem with the behavior and let them know that you're ready to step up and help. That's a key thing there. If you're not ready to actually step up and help, don't air out your grievances of what your problem is um, of speaking on it. Don't speak on it if you're not prepared to do the next thing, which is support. Support, support, support. And in all aspects of life, we need support. But in this one, of course, um, it's in a certain setting or time. And I'm not saying it's not okay to stand by the behavior um, at all, especially if it's a violent type of situation. But if you're strong enough to do it emotionally, physically, and sometimes even financially. But if you're strong enough love and support-wise, um, I say go ahead and support because addiction can be very cold and lonely. It can be a cold and lonely place for people. Um, and some people need to know that when they're starting recovery and seeking a new life, that someone is going to be there for them, that someone's going to love them through all of the bullshit they've put someone through. Um, you know... That it's it's not as easy as you you might think it is. Uh, so show that support. And my final thing is realize that addiction um, and mental illness as well is a struggle. Um, but don't allow abuse. Don't allow someone to emotionally, mentally, physically, financially abuse you because of that. Um, people 
uh, you know, will kind of manipulate the fact of time and different things like that uh, with those things. So, like I said, really, honestly, my clear tips here are don't fold. Stay true to your values. Speak on it, but don't speak down. Support, uh, because it can be cold and lonely and rough on people, and they're going to need someone. Um, and realize that addiction is a struggle, but don't allow abuse. Uh, those are really my key things that have gotten me to get through, and especially the speaking on it. Um, I have a lot of people who are kind of, like, sober now. And being able to speak on the kind of things that they felt and I felt and, and just little by little, not kind of, you don't want to send them into a, obviously a downward trial, but being able to little by little talk about it can be so refreshing and healing, um, that it'll help both parties a lot. So I think, you know, support and communication go such a long way in all aspects of life. Um, and those are kind of my do and don'ts, you know, with dealing with those uh, kind of behaviors and what I've learned along the way with that. Um, and for sure it differs for everyone, but those are just my personal, um, ones that I've tend to see be tried and true, um, kind of with dealing with someone who is going through it. So overall, um, everyone out there, I just want to let it be known. I think, um, codependency or dealing with family members who are dealing with addiction or mental illness, it definitely differs for everyone. And I know for me, for some of my family members, it's going to be a continuous thing. Um, that we're going to have to deal with forever. You're always going to have to have a, a plan and that support in place. Um, I think for 2018, you're going to see me have some different guests on. They're going to talk about recovery. They're going to talk about, you know, how they got to be sober and clean. And you're going to really, uh, I'm going to really start to explore um, kind of some of the darker aspects too of addiction and feelings and emotions. And you're just going to get more raw content from me here in 2018 on my podcast. Um, I, I'm always going to still, you know, revert back to it's all about being well and being free. Um, and being free has to do kind of in the mental state of being free of your demons and just living your ultimate um, freedom and life. So I want to hear more from you guys. If you guys have a story that you want to share out there or tips that you want to share, please call in or we can set up something. Um, we can set up, you know, maybe an interview and just go in depth and talk about it more. I love to get the, uh, conversation going as always, guys, I want you to keep on beating that Friday trap and be well and be free.